This week on the podcast, it's just us boys. Mendachi is going to give us a double feature on some of the games he's been playing. We discussed the recently, uh, I'm sorry, we discussed the recent PlayStation Showcase. And of course, stick around until the end of the show to hear about some deals you can take advantage of this week. All of that and more in this week's episode of Next to Nothing. Roll the intro. You, that last one sounded like you're about to rat you, okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm right. good. I'm good. I'm Hello. great. I'm great. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I'm your host with me. Um, I'm your host, Danny K. With me, as always, <laughs> the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. Green, how are you doing today? I cannot hear you. <laughs> oh no i have some very unfortunate news what's that um this will be my my official last episode of ntm in, in this the- house <laughs> oh i was like in this house i was sitting here and i was starting to have heart palpitations man <laughs> uh i yeah i'm moving this week we got the keys to uh, a new rental and we will be moving on thursday so i'm super excited for that it'll be very very busy but Super excited. How you doing, Danny? I'm doing all right. I'm doing I'm I'm hot. I'll be honest. I am hot. And we have Yeah, you are. It uh up up here uh in the part of Minnesota I'm in, it is um, you know, touching uh tickling ninety degrees and I don't have an oh, AC in yet. <laughs> it's uh humid and um yeah, my balls are a little sweaty. Ninety whole degrees. Oh goodness. Yeah, what's yeah, it yeah, like yeah. to live in a pizza oven green? Yeah, that's great. Over here, it's, it's a dry heat. It's 90 degrees. It it's a dry, dry heat. heat. So it doesn't feel that hot. Meanwhile, it's... I'm like, in I'm in the land of a thousand lakes. You know how humid the state bird here is the fucking mosquito. That's <laughs> that's how much water there is here. And it makes everything swampy. <laughs> yeah, it's 97 degrees today with a humidity point of 8%. Fuck yeah, that's all the water left there. in Arizona. Is that eight percent of humidity? Literally, uh, can't even. There's, I, I, I feel no cap there. My son's no cap. So how are you doing over there, Mendachi? Now that I've, uh, you know, had my mental breakdown. Well, let's see here. Uh, I almost threw up right when we started the episode. Uh, green literally uh, made my butthole clench so tight that you couldn't even fit a sewing needle in there. And uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I feel like I need to like check my blood sugar or something, man. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, I'm getting through it. I was going to say like, oh, man, I'm so excited. June's coming up. It's my birthday month. There's going to be a ton of great games. And now, like, I'm just trying to get through this episode man yeah well we're gonna get yeah. through it. we're gonna get through it together we're gonna get through it together anyways thanks for watching and listening to the show be sure to stick around until the end of the show to hear about some awesome deals that we found for you this week of course if you miss any part of the show you can find us on youtube spotify apple podcast google podcast and everywhere podcast found if you're joining us there awesome thank you let us know if that's like if that's your primary way of listening to us uh you can uh let us know on twitter greenly hit him with that twitter at next to nothing pc check it out please yeah so but if you're, if you're not hitting us up on those platforms you can join us live on uh, every tuesday most tuesdays uh at 7 p.m central time over on twitch mendachi like i said you have a double feature this week yeah man we're gonna talk uh hot anime daddies and 
hot blistering heat of deserts filled with arachnid bugs that you're going to explode with guns. So starting with that first one, I'm going to talk to you about Honkai Star Rail. So as far as the gameplay, it's what we've come to expect from semi-open RPG cell phone games. Uh, the abilities are easy to hit on the right side. There's a minimal HUD overall, and anywhere on the left can be your joystick. Combat is also simple. It's turn-based, so even though it kind of looks like the Tales games, uh, it's still like, hey, press a button, go in order, everyone has a certain speed, blah, blah, blah. So the enemies actually have their weaknesses displayed for you, like right above them. So every character has an element that they're associated with, and you just do more damage to the enemy if you're using the selected character that does that element. Um, it, it's really, really easy to understand. Um, so it, they do have obviously like some super cool, flashy anime attacks. And, you know, you have a meter that you build up and you can unleash an ultimate attack. And these are really easy to build up, use and benefit from. Uh, overall, the combat is just simple, yet really close to being unique in its design, which is really hard to come by in the genre. Really strange. I didn't expect it. In the openish world, you'll also find tons of like collectibles, whether that's readable things or like little items and so on and so forth. You'll find side quests from NPCs. You'll find chests full of great loot, like I'm talking um, like better equipment for your characters or hello, hello, cat, uh, or uh, potentially um, just things that you need to level up your character. It, you never really find a chest and be like, wow, that didn't really have anything in there at all. Um, there's also obviously like lots of open world battles. So you'll see enemies moving around on the map. They're pretty easy to like run away from if you don't want to fight them or you can hit them first and engage in battle which is something that we've come to see fairly often in jrpgs as of late uh the story itself is actually really sick uh you wake up after being in some kind of like weird sci-fi stasis with amnesia and like you choose whether you want to be a male or a female protagonist both use the same weapon they have the same attacks the same super and overall have like a similar aesthetic. However, the game is voice acted and it's voice acted incredibly well, by the way. Uh, so you do get different voice lines. If you dig space opera style stories and anime, you're eating good. Like it's, it's a great time. It also looks gorgeous, which is wild considering the fact that this is, I feel like it's pushed more as a cell phone game. Like when you open up your menu in game, your character literally takes out their cell phone. And like looks down at it, which is kind of fun. And then you navigate on a cell phone as far as like what you're trying to get to. Um, the only thing that I would say it's lacking in as far as looks go is that the enemy models are kind of interesting, but they follow the same weird like space robot aesthetic the entire time. And it ends up kind of feeling a little redundant, though they are different enough that you know what kind of attacks to watch out for uh, whenever you get into a battle. So, but at the same time, that can also kind of be like, eh, <laughs> you know, if you, if you know, like what you're going to, if you know exactly how a battle is going to play out as soon as you initiate, that does kind of take out some of the mystique. However, the world and the characters that you get to play as and have in your party kind of keep your focus elsewhere. Now, being that this game is from MiHoYo, it's obviously like 
a gotcha game, but it is the least gotcha gotcha game I've ever played. Like off the beat, the game gives you all the characters you need in order to play and enjoy the game thoroughly and fully. You'll never be stopped in your progress just because, you know, like something didn't drop and you didn't spend a shitload of money in order to get better characters or better drops in general. Um, you also don't need like if you were going to spend money on this, which again, that's your own purview. I have not. Um things are i would say like reasonably priced but there's shit out there for like whales you know like spend a hundred dollars and we'll give you a thousand diamonds whatever that's there but there's also no ads there's no ads for that stuff you can just boot it up and just play it um you're not constantly reminded to do anything there are things that will gift you extra stuff for like logging in daily weekly whatever especially when you first start out so Otherwise, it feels more like a live service JRPG than a cell phone game. Um, a, a final note about it, really, is that if you want to play Honkai Star Rail, I would highly recommend that you make sure to make a MiHoYo account first. It's not like one of those weird, hey, we need to you know, get all this in, uh, uh, sensitive information from you or anything like that. If you have a MiHoYo account and you use that, to play Honkai Star Rail on your cell phone, it's a lot easier to uh, just kind of like start up and get your game into a position in which you can easily and seamlessly transition playing from your cell phone to your PC and vice versa. You literally pick off right where you left your character. So um, I, I highly recommend that you actually make a Mahoyo account and use that to start your, you know, at, at, right after you download the game. Um, other than that, I've been pretty exceptionally lucky, I believe, with my draws as far as characters and items go in the game and the subquests, again, uh, that you'll find big payoffs as far as those go. Uh, I've checked a lot as far as like the tiers for the characters and items. So many of these things I've just gotten from literally just playing playing the game. Um, I, I really don't I, I don't think that it's predatory or even remotely aggressive, especially as far as gotcha games go. Uh, I've got a really funny or fun party set up, and I really honestly couldn't be happier to just have this nice, gorgeous looking fun JRPG in my pocket. And when I feel like it, I can just boot it up on my PC. Uh, just be aware that older models of cell phones might eat through their battery a little faster than others. They might get a little hot but there's accessibility options available. So definitely keep an eye on how much that game is using on your phone and change your settings as you need. Um, it For me, I'm on a uh, Samsung Galaxy uh, S20 FE, which is uh, a few years old and it looks great and it plays great on my phone. Uh, it does get a little warm though. Uh, before I move on to the next game, uh, do either of you have any um, any questions or anything like that? Yeah, I had one quick question for you. Uh, when this game first dropped, yeah, what's up? I saw a news story that some yeah. esports team missed their uh, like a game because they were too busy playing this game. Is this game so good that you in fact forget about your obligations and keep playing it uh, it has kept me up a couple nights like i said like it's a really nice looking and fun playing jrpg that like you don't need to spend money on or like wait through dumb timers to play 
So like if you like JRPGs and those of the turn-based RPG combat variety, having this in your pocket is a little dangerous. Um, the world is is gorgeous. And like I said before, it looks more like a Tales game. Uh, Tales of Arise, Tales of Vesperia, Bestaria, et cetera, et cetera. If you like those, it, it plays just like that, except the turn-based combat instead of the open combat. Um, and yeah, having that right in your pocket, easily accessible, is <laughs> it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. Real quick, I just want to read the actual headline. Uh, Valorant sure. team forfeits league match as player is too busy <laughs> playing Honkai Star Rail. <laughs> Man, I don't I don't know if I would uh necessarily keep playing it when uh I could just go play a different video game to earn money. But <laughs> but um literally you know, same. kudos on them. Yeah, like literally <laughs> But yeah, it is it is really good. So, you know, if if these games are your genre and you're just looking for a literal free big ass JRPG to play, check this out sincerely because it's it's not really i mean it's a gotcha game but the elements that that make most gotcha games like scummy just aren't there yeah anything else fellas oh you pretty much hit the nail on the head how is the uh transference between mobile and pc have you tried that like everything yes uh straight up straight up seamless uh there's nothing dropped and uh it sounds like we got a little bit of a technical technical difficulty there. We got some crackling. Okay. So I would I would say I would literally call it seamless. I could pull up my phone right now. Um, maybe I'm just like listening to an audiobook or something like that from my PC. I don't know what I'm doing. And <laughs> does anyone? And I'd just be playing on my phone, and then I could just turn off the app and then launch my game, and it's literally right, right where I left off. Same items in my inventory, uh, same exact location on the map that I left my character, everything, 100%. It's wild. It's so weird. It's kind of like um, when we uh, when we learned about like you know the the PS what was that PS Vita and PS3? Yeah, sounds about the right like era. That. Yeah, yeah, but like perfected that, but perfected and free. So that's pretty cool. And free. That's cool. And free. free, free. Yeah. yeah. Highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. If you guys have any thoughts or opinions okay. on, uh, real quick, if you have any thoughts or opinions on Hawkeye uh, Star Rails, let us know in the comments down below this episode. Mendoza. All right. So now go ahead and strap on your boots, grab your guns, and uh, do your part. Because I'm about to talk about Starship Troopers Extermination. Uh, this game fucking rocks <laughs> to put it simply at the top the gameplay is simple but effective it's a first person shooter with some neat kind of like base building mechanics players choose one of three classes you've got the damage and mobility focused hunter uh that's a, that comes equipped with a jet pack you have the support class operator with the ability to carry more resources uh for some of the mission objectives while still being able to dish out damage and run at full speed while also being able to revive yourself uh, and your friends from a distance, and of course, heal yourself and heal friends. Um, the third one would be the walking fortress armed with a minigun, the bastion, 
Uh, players join squads alongside 15 other players in a uh, sort of fight for your life objective based PVE game with some scary smart AI in really gorgeous maps, a full range of terrifying creatures from the movies that will just burrow up from the ground right underneath you uh, and, and swarm you. Really, really great. Uh, it's one of those things where sometimes it does get a little boring because sometimes teams take a little bit more time to do the objectives. So, you know, the spawns aren't necessarily trying to swarm you. They'll be more intermittent. But uh, near the end of every mission, the players are tasked with building a base strong enough to outlast an absolute onslaught of enemies during a timed objective. Like something either has to upload or you have to like secure something for getting it off planet, regardless of whether or not you actually succeed in this objective. During this final endeavor, a dropship will arrive for extraction. And at this point, respawns for everyone in the game are turned off, and it is every trooper for themselves to the dropship. So once everyone gets on that dropship, a timer starts and the players have to thwart any attempts of the bugs to snatch them from safety. So up until that dropship comes, you're able to build and repair your base. Uh, and building is like walls, stairs, uh, sniper hutches, sniper towers, mounted smart gun like turrets that will just like fire either bullets or I think later on you can also get them to do uh, rockets. You can also make... Um, ammo and like support item caches and place them strategically around your base um electrified like kind of field walls it's awesome and then like so the bugs will attack the walls and then as like you might have people like gunning down bugs as they come then you can go ahead and repair the wall as long as it's not being attacked or if they break it down they can you can still repair right where it was uh keep in mind that there are 16 total players in these maps so if you really like base building, you might not get the full chance of like building the base of your dreams. It's also timed. As soon as you get to this area, it's like you have like three to five minutes or something like that to build a, a good, safe fortress to last this massive wave of enemies. Um, as far as the execution of the game, it's the simple design that asks little to nothing from the player other than kill bugs work as a team and pay attention to the objective that makes this so playable honestly um the teams are large enough that players tend to fall into roles uh, that they're comfortable with and overall just kind of help push the mission forward at a comfortable pace which makes it incredibly easy for new players to jump in and learn the ropes being strictly PvE also negates a lot of the toxic behavior most people would be tired of in other FPS games. Um, something that you might just kind of have to deal with here and there if you have your voice chat turned on is someone might be trying to like, you know, take the position of field commander and be like, support class, I need you, go to left flank. You know, like people are trying to live out their like military dreams uh, while playing these games. That's one thing I have noticed. But um, just turn it off <laughs> just turn it off and, and play the game how you want. Uh, the guns and abilities of all the classes feel really nice. And the sound quality is honestly really great. 
uh, taking out hordes of bugs with a rifle or rocket launcher or just a massive hand cannon. It, it's all incredibly satisfying. The tension needle is kept at a comfortable level pretty much the whole time during missions as stronger enemies spawn just often enough to feel fair but scary. There's a ton of meat uh, to be added on as of yet. So just kind of keep that in mind. It's not fully fleshed out. However, there's there's still a lot of fun to be had. So while there's not a lot of customization options there for your character or anything like that, um, the most you can really customize your gear loadout, but it's more than enough at this stage, honestly. Every mission feels good, and even though you're fighting a ton of bugs, you actually don't experience many aside from a few collision issues, at least from my experience. Um, final thoughts as far as this goes? It's simplicity done right in a co-op-only game, which leads to a really enjoyable time. Uh, the things this game hopefully will focus on in the future is the addition of perhaps some customization, some more maps, uh, maybe making those maps a little easier to, tra uh, to traverse. <clears throat> like, you know, like maybe just add a couple land ramps or fabricated ramps, something like that. If you end up in a valley and you're walking for like, say, eight to ten minutes alone, fighting off lots of bugs alone, trying to get back to your friends. That's a really lonely experience. I don't recommend it. <clears throat> something like uh, on-screen objective markers would also be good. And a few more perks for you to mess around with with these classes just to kind of make it so you can play more like your way. Otherwise, it's a great romp if you do or you don't have friends to play with. I honestly recommend it to anyone looking for a challenging and satisfying FPS experience or fans of the Starship Troopers universe that have been sorely lacking a good addition to the games. So that's that's what I've got on Starship Troopers extermination so uh do you guys have any uh any questions exterminate no exterminate i, <laughs> I think you answered every question i was gonna have <clears throat> okay awesome yeah what about you Green? Uh, no you hit the nail on the head again an absolute champion <laughs> yeah it's a it's a good time there is friendly fire but it's not like super bad so you can't really get griefed like if if you were getting griefed they would have to spend like five clips on you um i've noticed that like because there's a lot of chaos going around and i play support class often sometimes someone will just like shoot me a little bit with like a rifle to like get my attention and then i'll just run over and stab them with a needle like it's it's negligible it's like negligible as far as like the damage goes um but yeah I've, I've experienced no griefing otherwise uh no toxic behavior just some random you know video game commanders out there you know trying trying to get in the trenches and uh push through otherwise yeah um definitely check it out um i i don't have a price on hand i was i should have said i actually got this gifted to me by my friend brent uh which of course i then played the game with him so definitely give that a check out i believe it's only on steam right now if i remember right it is on Steam. It is uh, $24.99 American. I would say it's worth that, for sure. I mean, in, in a world where, like, new AAA games are coming out for $59.99 and they're filled with bugs and you're kind of like, why am I playing this right now? 
This is in a, a fun cheese in a world. Uh, this is a fun cheesy romp that you know, like you just get to go in with your friends and just kill tons of bugs. And the three of us got to check out that mod for Operation Doorstop. And uh, I think the first thing I said to you guys after I played this was like, "Yo, someone was actually making a fun, fully thought out version of that mod as a full video game already. Uh, pretty sick." pretty sick nice is that all on starship troopers i think so it definitely earns it's a very positive review mark and uh it's definitely worth 24.99 hell yeah if you guys good citizen if you all (laughs) if you all like reviews like that make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you can uh you know stay up with more reviews uh, do we want to go into the Sony PlayStation uh, 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 showcase? Yeah, there's so many things I'm both excited for and angry about here, yeah. but let's let's just get through it. <laughs> so, yeah, just real quick, uh, getting into the reveals and announcement season. This is kind of like the kickoff for that this year. Um, it started this out pretty interestingly. Uh, as usual, we're going to talk about some of the announcements that got our attention, but probably not every single game that got announced or revealed or uh, every single uh, gameplay trailer. Um, if you think we missed something important, let us know in the comments or tweet at us. Greenly, hit him with that Twitter again. And next nothing PC, please go on. <laughs> please. Um, you won't stop yelling at me. I, that's right. Uh, last time I saw Green Elite, uh, I actually abused him for about 10 minutes yelling, why don't we have more Twitter fault? Like, it was just um, his fiance saw he had a black eye and asked what happened. I said he fell down some stairs. I ran, around a, I ran around in a circle around them just screaming, nightmare, 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 nightmare. <laughs> All right. True. It happened. So starting with the uh, PSVR 2 announcements, we got four new games coming. Crossfire Sierra with, uh, from Smilegate Entertainment. That's a tactical shooter. Looks okay. Um, Arizona Sunshine 2 from Vertical Games, an over-the-top zombie game that looks kind of fun. Either of those tickle your guys' testicles? Well, I mean, uh, Arizona do be getting a lot of sunshine. <laughs> um <laughs> Synapse, which is like a spy thriller with a lot of heavy sci-fi elements. It's another uh, uh, first-person shooter as well. And then, of course, Resident Evil uh, 4 VR mode is coming out. It'll be interesting. I hope that they, uh, you know, do away with the issues that the first Resident Evil 4 VR mode had. Like ladies not being able to grab grenades off of the chest area of Leon because they have biology in the way <laughs> that's, hey, that's the dumbest thing i've seen, i've ever fucking heard actually no it's yep. not it's not i actually got into a dumb twitter argument earlier today i'm not gonna get into it but that's <laughs> yeah. the dumbest thing i've ever fucking heard um <laughs> probably one of the most hyped announcements was metal gear solid the snake eater remake no gameplay boo. what's that boo 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 no gameplay, just the announcement. Uh, they also announced the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, which is going to include Metal Gear Solid, MGS2, Sons of Liberty, and the OG Snake Eater. So, um, Mendachi, you have a lot of emotions. It's okay to get them out. Okay, I'm going to keep it short and concise. This Snake Eater uh, game, I don't know who the fuck is making it, 
but it's not Hideo Kojima or anyone that probably worked with Team Fox Die that came, you know, to make all these Metal Gear games. Um, this is a Konami cash grab, a company that had uh, decided a long time ago to stop making real money and making video games uh, passionately and moved into making things like pachinko games and really fucking terrible HD uh, re-releases. The last time that we got a Metal Gear Solid Master Collection was back, I believe, on the Xbox 360. Snake Eater was almost unplayable. And uh, it also added, um, I believe, two PSP games, if I remember right. I know it added one at least, which was Peace Walker. And that <clears throat> that was a terrible fucking port as well. Um, it it kind of feels like this is just they're trying to churn the the money wheel, uh, especially after the failed Metal Gear Survive. Um, I would be very remiss uh, to believe that anything good is going to come out of the snake eater remake and uh no one that ever worked on the original is likely a part of this including the voice actors um or any of the creative heads so um when you see it and when you hear news about it take it with a really fucking big grain of salt okay uh next was assassin's creed titled mirage they got a gameplay trailer for that showed uh, some new gameplay mechanics uh looks smaller in scope than the recent assassin's creed games i don't have an attachment to assassin's creed green i know you do i i don't have an attachment to assassin's creed anymore oh uh, yeah they've they've you know you know fuck ubisoft so <laughs> yeah um, until we get like an actual apology i will never touch an assassin's creed game again or give mm. ubisoft any money uh <laughs> same with blizzard blizzard's uh answer Bitter, you know, bittersweets, honestly. Bittersweets. So you just named two uh, developers who you don't have much of uh, much love for anymore, but I think you're still okay with Bungie, right? Um, you, uh, it's a rocky relationship. Okay. Well, <laughs> they announced the first game that uh, is going to be coming out since their acquisition by Sony. Uh, it's called Marathon. Apparently, it's a new entry to the Marathon series, which has been running since 1992. It's going to be a PvP-focused first-person shooter that won't feature a campaign. Yeah, I'm really hoping that it sticks close to like old-school Marathon stuff. Uh, it's a it's a series that I never really got to to play a lot of, um, and because of its age, it's you know really hard to find a copy that you could really sit down and get other chuckle fucks to sit down and play with you uh to mm -hmm. to to check it out so i don't know like i'm kind of hoping for like an old school xbox generation one style unreal tournament experience <laughs> like i want to i want to land up my computer with 60 other people and uh play marathon i think i think that would yeah. be a phenomenal time Green, any thoughts on that since you are a Bungie fan of sorts? Uh, not really. Okay. No. I wouldn't necessarily call myself like a quote-unquote Bungie. Like, no? I like Destiny. I like Destiny 2. Like, I, I hate Destiny 2. <laughs> I really, really hate. I really hate and love Destiny 2. I, I don't really care Word. about any of this stuff. So. Okay. Sad. So I'm video I'm, games bad. Yeah, our video, video games, games bad. Uh, next week on well, next nothing. 
<laughs> I think the biggest the biggest issue with with Destiny and, and Bungie in general is since they did break away from Activision, it almost seems like every um it, it they've been pushing really hard to make money, and while yes, a company is supposed to do that, um, they go a little overboard in the process, in my mm. opinion. No, I think that's I think that's fair as hell, man. Yeah, especially especially in the case of Destiny too. That's why I don't play it anymore because it's it's not it, to me. It's not fun because they're not they're not introducing a lot of new stuff. Um, all while keeping the price tag going. Yeah, and that drives me nuts. So. Fair, so, fair as hell. Valid, valid, King. Slay. <laughs> yes. So I wrote this, and I'm really hoping I'm not going to just bat over O here, but um, I think you were excited for this one, Mendachi. Dragon's Dogma Two. Oh hell yeah, man! Um, I, I I do see in our in our shared podcast notes that uh, you're hoping it was better than the Dragon's Dogma um, Netflix, which I'm a drag Dragon's Dogma nuts uh, over that anime. Anyway, um, yeah, that anime was mid at best barely um but yet uh something that i thought was really exciting was uh it was it looks like just a more and somewhat cleaned up version of just more dragon's dogma uh i saw a lot of animations that were part of dragon's dogma one whether that was the stinger sword jab or like jumping onto an enemy and then just like stabbing the hell out of it um dragon's dogma is an rpg that was so slept on um, in the early 2010s, if, if I remember right, the early aughts, if you will. Um, it's really criminal that not a, not a lot of people probably got to play it because uh, it's, it's one of the best open world RPGs out there if you like the fantasy genre. Um, is God, dude, like it's, it's super fun. So uh, it's also wild that Capcom just kind of decided to pull this one out of the hat and say, uh, we know y'all been one dragon's dogma. Uh, people thought that maybe the anime might've been a preamble to see if people were still interested or more people could get interested about dragon's dogma, um, which apparently it worked. Um, so very, very excited to go back to this, uh, this story and this uh, overall like landscape. And I really hope if you're hearing this, uh, go and pick up an extremely cheap, by the way, copy of Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen and give it a playthrough. Just know that it is of that time uh, around, like, if I remember right, 2012, 2013. So it is a little dated, but it is so fun and so worth your time. Next was from Jade Raymond's new studio, Haven. They showed off their first game called Bear Games with a dollar sign for an S. It's so cool. Uh, it's a PvP first-person shooter, and in many, many, many ways, it reminds me of Sega's upcoming Hyenas. Mm. Could end up being Lawbreakers again. Yeah, I think this is going to be like another extraction shooter where like you're competing over like heist or something like that, and then you have to like you and your team have to survive and leave. Mm -hmm. That's my that's makes gonna, sense. That's my gut feeling. Um. And then I forgot to write it in the notes, but there was one other big announcement or tease, and that is 
Uh, PlayStation uh, is reportedly going to be uh, releasing a handheld in November. It's going to be an 8-inch handheld to stream PS5 games over Wi-Fi. Huh. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to operate that, like, it's a handheld, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. All these games are, like, super heavy on the ray tracing. Uh, What what do you think that's going to look like? They're going to use, like, the PS Now streaming service, cloud gaming service. Bro. (laughs) It's It looks like it's meant to, like... Similar to like the NVIDIA Shield, yeah. where it's going to stream like from either it's going to stream from like the PlayStation Now services or whatever the fuck they call yeah. it, or yeah. it's going to stream over your Wi-Fi network. So if your PS5 is in the living room, but you want to play in the bedroom, then you can just take this handheld into the bedroom. Man, there's so many questions I have, and we don't have any of the answers to 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 really chop that up. So I'm looking forward to learn more about that. Yeah, um, it's gonna have like an eight inch LCD screen, and it's gonna. It looks like you bad. took. What's that? That's that's not bad, man. No, like that, and what roughly, I guess, close to a switch. Close to a switch. And speaking of the switch, it has controllers on the sides, but it looks like if you cut the dual shock in half and slapped a screen between it. Mm. Do do we know if it has the real sense triggers? Uh that's a good question. Anything on see. that? Um, it's like I know games like Returnal, that's really important. Um it's a it's an interesting handheld for sure. They the article I'm seeing from the Verge doesn't say anything. Okay, yeah, so definitely keep your eye on that. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to talk about it and say good things about it in the future. <laughs> yeah, which by the way, if you guys are interested in handheld reviews, first off, let me go say go check out uh, YouTuber Bob Wolf and I think it's Retro Gaming Core. Uh, they both do a lot of retro game console reviews, like the the handheld stuff, like the um, uh, Mio Mini Plus, the a lot of the Ampernic stuff. I've been seriously interested in that stuff for a few months now. Uh, so go check them out; they're great resources. And if you want to see us talk about some handheld stuff, if we, you know, if that, if you want to see some folks come on the show and talk about that stuff, let us know in the comments because that's definitely an area I am interested in talking to people about. I'd like oh, yeah. to get in into to handheld like mobile gaming, um, just because like. We, we want to travel a lot, like just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the future, uh, so those those mobile options, I definitely want to talk about. I think yeah. uh, have I reviewed the laptop that I have yet? I don't think you have. No, I don't. I'll need. We'll need to the review coming soon. Had it for <laughs> long enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are the biggest announcements from the reveals at this event. At least I think so. Do you guys have anything you want to add? Spider, uh, they released a Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Two. I think it's the last Insomnia game. Uh, Spider-Man. Sad. Uh, as I'm heard. Yeah, yeah. Insomnia is great when it comes to like superhero games. Um. So, yeah. Uh, the, the trailer was like they gave a gameplay, uh, footage of like eleven minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um. They showed off the Venom symbiote suit. Uh. Um, Miles Morales is a playable character still. Um, and then they like showed the design of the uh, uh Dr. Connor's li- the lizard, and oh my god, it looks so fucking good. 
it's I, gonna be a good time it's, it's gonna be another hit dude and i i really hope like i really want sony to pull their head out of their ass and like release pc port day one yeah it will make so much more money if they uh, like open up to the pc market too like i mean microsoft is doing the same exact thing like mm-hmm. just get on board i don't want to buy a ps5 just to play two games yeah, I would kill for a PS launcher, honestly. That sounds so stupid. But if I had access to like PS Now, PS Play, whatever, uh on my PC, I would be so much more like likely to to play PlayStation games. It used to be that they were like dead set they would never come to PC. I think they're they're slowly changing their mind because we're you know, we're getting those like uh, exclu- like PlayStation exclusives like a year or two after release, like God of War is on there now. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man one. Um, I think Miles Morales one is on there now. Um, Rise and Zero Dawn, uh, not Forbidden West, but uh, Zero Dawn's on there. I think they did a a terrible PC port of The Last of Us. Oh yeah, it was yeah, really, really bad. Yeah, crash and burn, crash and burn. Yeah, still waiting on Bloodborne though. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they start manufacturing for PC. That yeah. would be nice. Anything else? Or do we want to go to deals of the week? Deals of the week. Deals of the week. So I'm going to cheat. I'm going to give you guys two deals because the first one ends June 1st. Uh, and that is on Epic Games. They are giving away the best Fallout game for free. New Vegas, complete with all of its DLC. Go get it. Done. <laughs> um, and then the Parking second. Simulators are great. Mm-hmm. you're just playing fallout wrong man um so this isn't anything that's on sale but i think it's just a good value it's a pretty decent deal especially for anyone who wants to t- uh, game uh on the go on mobile um and that's the final fantasy 3 3d remake that's available on ios and android for like 15 bucks i played the game on ds years and years ago when it first came out um, i picked it up on ios a very long time ago and uh, I played it on my last travel trip. Um, Green Elite knows uh, how frustrated I was getting with some bosses. Uh, <laughs> you're, uh, you're. Muted. I would randomly be sitting in like the bed, and I'd hear like, I'd hear like his phone slap against his like, uh, like his lap. Yeah. Like, Fuck. Yep. <laughs> there's there's a certain amount of unfairness that that kind of is inherent in that game sometimes where. Uh, the turn order doesn't make any fucking sense. So you're trying to predict shit and it's like, it doesn't anyways, but it is still a pretty good game. Just cast haste, man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I was traveling like last week. It was a pretty decent game. It it kept me entertained on the plane and then in the car. So that's, that's my other suggestion. Mandachi, what do you got? I actually have a a big ass cheat as well because I'm a slime ball. There's 139 cyberpunk style games that are on sale up to 90% off on GOG right now for the next six days. Um, So that link is definitely in the episode description there. That is the Neon Dreams collection. Uh, I have two personal picks that I would uh, recommend to literally anyone that likes cyberpunk uh, and, and gore and all that good stuff. Killer is dead from Grasshopper Games for a buck ninety nine, or Ion Fury for nine ninety nine. Definitely check those out. 
Green, you. Uh, me, yeah. So I'm gonna do this one again because it keeps going on sale. It's Red Dead Redemption too. Uh, sixty-seven percent off for nineteen dollars and seventy-nine cents. Pick it up. Um, that is good until June twelfth. Hell yeah! Um, I believe that. I believe that comes with Red Dead Online. Go play poker with your friends. Have a good time. Pretend to be a cowboy. So uh, hunt down some. Hunt down some players who are wearing all white. Um, online. <laughs> Do it. No mercy. No quarter. Hell so. yeah. Our, uh, I think that's it. I think that's the show. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Let's go on ahead and go around and plug ourselves. Mandachi, what do you got coming up? Man, not a whole lot. I've been, uh, I've been pretty silent uh, as of late. Just kind of keep my head down and working on school. Um, been playing a lot of uh actual cyberpunk 2077 which is pretty decent went back to check out the very dead mercury steam space lords game uh and and a couple other things but i might boot up twitch uh this week if i can get my ducks in a row and if i do that you'll find me over at twitch.tv backslash mendachi m-e-n-d-a-c-i-i otherwise i'll occasionally tweet out if I can stomach being on Twitter for more than five minutes, and that's at only Mendachi spelling the exact same, you punk. Hell yeah. Green Elite, what do you got going on? Um, I don't know. I will be moving um on Thursday. So it really just depends on how much I get done, if I will be doing anything this weekend or not. Um, if I do, it'll probably be Hunt Showdown or maybe some Tarkov. I've kind of jumped back into Tarkov again, sadly. It's great. It's a good time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. T- Twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Check it out. Give us more. You know what we got going on this Friday? D&D. D&D. Yes. This Friday, the Arcana is going live on this channel on Twitch. And then uh, coming up, uh, we still have our second and third episodes of, a, of our bonus series with McRayla, Quantum Alt, and Sally Nightmare going up on YouTube. Uh, make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube because I plan on making sure that we have content up there uh, every day this month. That's either a short, a full video, or community posts of some kind. Every day we're going to have something. So make sure you subscribe and uh, you know interact with all that stuff. And some of it might even be freebies. Ooh. Did someone say free? Yeah. Otherwise, follow me on Twitter at Danny K D A N I E C A E. Come shit post with me. See me get into arguments with people about the Fourteenth Amendment. Shit like that. <laughs> Otherwise, I think that's gonna do it for the show. That's the whole show this week. Thanks for watching and listening. Your time and attention is always appreciated. If you've made it this far. Be sure to drop us a like and subscribe. That's how we know we're appreciated. You can also let us know in the comments. Let us know about anything that uh, we missed in the Sony showcase or uh, if you think Honkai uh, Star Rail is truly worth missing an esports tournament for, you know, stuff like that. Don't forget to, uh, let's see, uh, blah, 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 blah. I think that, yeah. Until next week, stay safe, stay <laughs> healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we'll see you again next week. Can you tell my brain is melting from the heat? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Carla, Abel.